Welcome to the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast, a weekly look into the world of Royal Caribbean Cruising. I'm your host, Matt Hotchberg, and this is episode number 374. One of my best pieces of advice is to go into any cruise with an open mind and be flexible. And this week's cruise story is a great example of why not letting a stumble early on ruin your whole cruise. Here we go. This week's cruise story takes us to one of my favorite ships. It's probably, my, I think it's in my top five, probably my top five. Definitely in my top six. Freedom of the Seas. And joining me on today's episode is James Gatton. James, welcome to the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So what made this Freedom of the Seas cruise uh, stand out for you, James? It started off horrible. Day one, right off the bat. Didn't even leave Orlando yet. And it was already horrible. All right. That's... That that's like this would be like a, I forget what director it is like always starts with the end of the movie first and then like works their way backwards but that would be like the awesome start to this podcast where it starts out terrible anyway um what uh, this is freedom of the seas and uh, what year was this twenty sixteen all right twenty sixteen all right so your cruise started off horrible how did it start off horrible well we almost missed boarding because they bumped up because of Hurricane Matthew was rolling in. Mm. And me and the wife drove in the day before, but we had a rental car with no insurance. Okay. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. Who knew? Who knew a hurricane would blow in? (laughs) We drove the rental down with no insurance, parked it at, at the resort right on the beach and stayed at the resort, stayed the night, which I would highly recommend doing. But we would, we literally got up that morning and, we're like, we got some time to kill. Boarding's not till three. Let's go swim in the ocean. And my phone was on the beach, on the sand, and not in my pocket. And my travel agent has been trying to call me saying that, hey, Royal Caribbean is bumping it up three hours. They want to leave three hours earlier because of the hurricane. You guys need to get there now. And I get back to my phone 20 minutes after she called, and I saw that. We're like, we got to go now. Huh. That's what okay. I, so, I so already off. and raced over there. <laughs> so already off to that. You already have that, that feeling in the pit of your stomach to, to begin with. Yes. Oh, that something is going to go wrong. Yep. Yep. Okay. So you, you, uh, you had your taxi and you, uh, headed over there. So what happened next? We get on the ship just like normal. I think we were like the second or third last people to actually board the ship. We were like the last ones to board. So that was unsettling. I've never cut it that close before. Yeah, I think that happened to me. You know what it was, James? It was the cruise I was on Navigator this season 2014, and there was a fog delay. And they told everybody, don't arrive to the cruise terminal until some other time, right? So I listened. That was my mistake. I was like, I felt, I think we were like one of the last people to actually get on the ship at that point. It's kind of, it's it's very weird. And you obviously don't want to cut it that close anyway. But, um, But at least you're there. That's the bottom line. Yep. So we get on the ship and then we, first thing we do, we hit Windjammer, we get some food. And then after that, we go up and just explore the ship because at this time, point in time, this is my first time on Freedom. I've never been on the ship before, so we want to explore. And this cruise would have been my third cruise. So we brought along my wife's parents and her whole family. So it's their first time cruising. So we're trying to like, get them hooked 
So me and my wife's dad went walking around because my wife doesn't like to go my speed. Hmm. She's five one. So she, I'm going I'm to let you fight with your wife on that joke. I'm not going to sidestep that one. But I, I got to think, James, you know, you're, you're dealing with the, I mean, the, the hurricane, Hurricane Matthew is not a surprise. I mean, it's, it's there. So they must, your, your in-laws basically, were they a little, were they a little leery now the entire vacation, even though that hasn't even really started yet? They were nervous about it. But when we sailed Vision of the Seas in 2014, we hit a hurricane. We went around a hurricane. I forget what hurricane it was, but we went around the hurricane. So we we were already familiar with what Royal Caribbean was going to do. We were already aware that they're going to keep our safety 100% of the time. So we were. I was telling my mother-in-law, "Don't worry. You might feel a little bit, but it's not going to be bad. You're not. You're still going to have a great time." Nice. So we started enjoying the time. We went up to pool deck for sail away and which we always do and right before sail away we're my wife and all of her family are going to find seats for sail away and i need to use a restroom at this time so i literally go to the restroom right in between wind jammer and the pool deck there's i think splash bar yep and there's a bathroom right there now, when you go into a bath, when you go into a place and you see a wet floor sign, what do you think of? Slip and fall. Wet floor. Just, right. Just slippery. You don't think standing water. <laughs> no, certainly not. There was standing water. So wow. I was already like being very careful. And I use the restroom and I go to wash my hands. But when I turn my knee, my foot slips and I sprain my knee. Oh no. So I'm like, I've, I've hurt my, I've hurt myself before. So I'm like, I can walk it off. I, I'm not going to let this drag me down. So I start going We further on down the night. My knee is starting to really hurt by about 1130 at night is when I can't take it anymore. I'm literally crying in pain. And that's when I'm literally walking past guest services and Fabio sees me, sees me crying in pain and limping. And he says, what's going on? What happened? I told him what happened and they get me down to medical bay. And that's when I'm get scared because who wants to go to medical bay on a cruise ship? Right. So they get, they get me down to medical bay the security officers of the deck of the ship come down too to get my statement and find out, Hey, what's going on to start an investigation mm-hmm. because they don't want to get sued for obvious reasons. They want to get my side of the story, but they came down, they asked me a bunch of questions about what happened. I told them they went upstairs to the bathroom and they see that, yeah, there's a lot of water in there. And that's when they, one guy comes down and says, we are terribly sorry. There shouldn't have been that much water in that bathroom. So I'm like, it's fine. Just please take care of it. So they took an x-ray of my knee, which I was scared for that bill. Like really scared because I decided to opt out of travel insurance on this trip. Hmm. I, and I know exactly where you're coming from there, James. I've been there in situations where it's like, you know, it's the right thing to do, but then you know what's coming for you, right? It's like the, you're, you're, you're concerned you're going to hit with this is just 
massive bill here that's gonna that's gonna wreck oh, you. Oh yeah. Yep. So I'm like trying not to let that drag me any further down than I'm already am because at this point I'm like just let this vacation just get done and over with. Just let me go home. Mm-hmm. Because I'm in pain, I'm hurting. We're supposed to be at Coco Key the next day. But because of the hurricane, and this is before it went perfect. So they still had the tender. So they, the captain came on and said, hey, we're not going to Coco Key. We're going to San Juan, Puerto Rico in the evening. So we're going to be at Port- San Juan, Puerto Rico from like 4 p.m. to like midnight. Which I was really excited for, yeah. Because I wanted to see old San Juan at at night. So I'm like really pumped up about it. But the doctor says, "Yeah, no, you're not getting off the ship." I was like, "Can't I just use the crutches off the ship?" He was like, "Yeah, you can't take this stuff off the ship." I'm like, oh. Yeah. So he he told me that he put a something on my account to where they would not let me off the ship. I don't know what exactly term analogy he used, but he says, yeah, you're not getting off the ship tomorrow. Okay. I was like, okay, I'm staying on the ship. So I, I basically used their, one of the wheelchairs and kind of wheeled myself around and still explored some spots that I've never seen before on freedom. So it was fun. I, I still had a good time that day, but later that night when my family was in San Juan, I was, Went and saw the doctor to see if I can get off the ship the next day in St. Martin mm-hmm. because I was supposed to be going snorkeling. So I asked him, I'm like, any chance I can get off the ship and do snorkeling? He was like, let's see how the knee's doing. He checked the knee out and I was able to put some pressure on it, but not a whole lot. So he was like, swimming will be good. Just take it easy. I was like, okay, I'll take it easy. I want to go. I want to go. So next day we're in St. Martin. I get off the ship and it's hurting. We go snorkeling. If anyone is having knee pain, do not use the flippers. Leave the flippers on the boat. (laughs) Sage advice there. Yes, because that made the pain come back tenfold. And even the guys that were operating the tour said, if we would have known you had a knee pain, we would have told you, do not use the flippers. Because it puts more strain on the knees. So that was halfway through that excursion. So, yep. But we we ended up enjoying it. We ended up swimming with the sea turtles in okay. St. Martin. But uh, later that night is was a memorable time because Fabio had a, a bottle of wine delivered to our dining room table for us saying, hey, sorry for what happened to you. I hope, you're not, I hope your trip gets better. That's nice. Oh, yeah. Yep, we had a good time. And then kind of fast forward to kind of like the last night of the trip was the quest. I was looking forward to the quest because I've heard a lot of things about the quest mm-hmm. from, our, from other YouTube, Googling, just trying to do some research. This was before I found out about Royal Caribbean blog. So the quest is I'm still in knee pain, but I'm still literally jumping up 
trying to like participate. You know the quest, so you know how crazy it gets. So oh, me and my wife, oh, me and my wife are just loving it. And here's my mother-in-law and my father-in-law, just red as can be embarrassed. Like, what did, what are we watching right now? <laughs> and that was priceless, just seeing the look on their face. <laughs> it, and it but sounds yeah. like, it sounds like James. I mean, listen. You started off the hurricane. It's it just even even if nothing happens to your cruise, it just adds a certain level of anxiety to everything. Then you have, of oh, course, yeah. the the mad rush to the ship. Then, of course, you have the the knee incident, right? Where you, you sprained your knee and put yourself in a lot of pain, and you know all these things. Obviously, for a lot of, for a lot for I was a lot of people, but for some people, that might have been more than enough to become worst cruise ever, worst vacation ever, and and wallow in it. But it sounded like you really took this as a opportunity like you said just to allow yourself to kind of just um you know not not worry about not worry about the the small don't sweat the small things and just simply take it one step at a time no pun intended with your knee and be able to kind of just enjoy the vacation sounds like you just you went in with the right attitude that's what i'm trying to say yeah it was it was definitely it took some adjusting because the first that first day when i knew that i wasn't going to be able to get off the ship in san juan i was i was upset i'm Mm -hmm. like why is this happening? I was in a bitter mood that whole day. And then my wife comes back with souvenirs from San Juan. And I was like, come on. <laughs> just kind of like rubbing it in. <laughs> you just see her come back on the ship with like inflatable thing, inflatable balloon hats from Senor Frogs and like Atisha's, I, I won the whatever. And then you're like, oh, did you have a good time, honey? Nah, nothing really happened. Yeah, it was, I was like, come on. But yeah, I was I was able to get a few the bartenders. They they kind of knew that I was in pain, and they were kind of aware of what happened mm-hmm. because it was right next to Splash Bar. So they were kind of they were made aware. But I would go up to Splash Bar because that was the easiest deck to kind of get around in a wheelchair. So I was I would basically sit up there and basically enjoy the view of nighttime in San Juan. So I would basically go up to the bar and be like, hey, can I get a um, Miami Vice? Mm-hmm. They were like, yeah, and they wouldn't charge me because they were kind of aware and kind of had sympathy on me, I guess. Nice. Well, listen, the, the crew does care at the end of the day. It's one of the tips oh, I yeah. try to share with people is, you know, talk to the crew. I mean, you, you don't have to, you know, sprain your knee and and and, and you don't have to quote, unquote, be suffering through there. I mean, just strike a conversation with them. Go, let me get to know you a little bit. It really does help a lot. Not only past time, it's great. You know, this is good bar advice, any bar you go to. But, um, you know, they, they really do care. And I, I think that's, a, you know, going back to the wine that was sent to you, which was a very, very nice gesture. And then you also have the fact that, you know, these these different uh, crew members, whether they're bartenders or waiters or whoever are checking up on you. It's, it's, a great, it's a great gesture. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah, I can't stress that enough. Even with uh, stateroom attendants, you – you treat them with respect, you're going to get a whole lot more respect in return. Mm. Absolutely. Great, great point there, James. I, I, I think that for a lot of people who are, you know, it's not that you have to go out there and become the life of the party or literally stop and say hello to every you know, crew member you pass. But when you have the opportunity, you know, just say hello, smile, ask them how their day is going. Are they getting off the ship? And, you know, if you try a conversation up, great. And if not, that's okay too. But it's, it, it does add to the cruise experience. Yes, it does. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then, um, on that cruise, 
we enjoyed a lot of fun times in the main dining room because our main waiter, they were from San Juan, Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. So they were excited about getting off the ship that day. And we talked to them the night before and found out where they were from. And we found out that we were going to San Juan the same night. And so we were talking to them and yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. We enjoyed it a lot. That's why I was that last day of the cruise. I was adamant about getting back on freedom again to do it again, but without hurting myself this way I can fully enjoy the ship. And were you able to do that? Yes. Uh, two years later, 2018 is when we did it again. We did the repositioning cruise. Oh, nice. Where was that between which ports? Um, Port Canaveral and San Juan. Ooh, that's nice. I would love to do that. And that means also you got to go back finally to San Juan after being denied it the first time. Correct. And I did get off and I did as much as I could in San Juan to kind of catch up. Good. I'm glad to hear that. I mean, it's San Juan's a fun port, lots of stuff to do there. It's a really easy one to tackle. And uh, I'm glad you were able to get a little, um, I'm not sure the right word is retribution, but at least you had like an opportunity to kind of do that do over and have you yeah. still had a great time on the first cruise, but this was like an opportunity to really, you know, do it from start to finish. And um, that's awesome, James. I really appreciate you coming on here and, and, and talking with us. And I think that for a lot of people, really the lesson here is, well, watch where you walk. It's always good. That's a good life lesson. But yeah. more importantly is don't let things, don't let, I don't say little things because hurting your knee is not insignificant, but don't let things just ruin your cruise. Don't decide that's it. I can't possibly have a good cruise you know, anymore. And, and I think James, your experience is a great example of that, that you made the best of the situation you had there. Yes. And then, um, to top it all off, I, because I didn't have travel insurance, I never got a bill. Wow. Never once did I get a bill for the x-ray, the medicine, the medical care that I received. And then going back to the rental car with no car insurance on it rental insurance mm-hmm. we get back because hurricane matthew did a lot of damage to orlando and we got back and we see all all these palm trees down we're like oh no how bad is this car going to be literally all the trees in this parking lot were falling down in one direction except for one tree the one tree that we parked next to miraculously fell the opposite way as every other tree away from the car. Car, car oh. had not one scratch on it. Oh, wow. See, I thought when you had the rental car, you drew like a one way. Like you picked it up where you live and you drove down, and like dropped it off. And then like, you know what I mean? So you kept the car oh, the no. whole time. Ah. We kept the car the whole time. Because wow. My car was in the shop. Got it. Okay. So that's what happened. Wow. Interesting. So, Wow. Okay. So you got no bill, which is great. And, yeah. uh, you know, and then on top of that, the, the car survives miraculously. So you don't have to worry about, you know, owing the good people at Hertz or whatever, a brand new Honda Civic. So, Hey, this is, uh, the, you know, it was all downhill after the knee incident. Yeah, it was, it was all cakewalk and Royal Caribbean did, did a fantastic job. Good. Yeah, they were very adamant on making sure that I was happy. They kept calling my stateroom asking if there's anything I needed and to make sure my cruise experience was the best that it could be. 
They did a fantastic job. Fantastic. Well, I really, James, I really appreciate you sharing this with us. I think this is a great story. And again, it's, it's something that I talk about a lot, which is, you know, if there's like one, one, one X factor, something you should really, anybody should prepare for a cruise for. It's always, you know, uh, be flexible, you know, have a positive attitude with things. And with you, I mean, look, I, if you had written to me and said, Matt, I had horrible cruise and here's what happened. I would have been like, I can understand why you'd say that James, but at the end of the day, you didn't let it bother you and, or as you know, at least not in the long term. And it, it, you know, you, you were a better person for it and you had a better vacation for it. So there's, there's proof there that, you know, uh, that you can still have a great vacation, even if things don't go exactly the way you have envisioned. Correct. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, James, thanks again for joining us here on the podcast. No problem. Thank you. Thanks again for having me.